A few months ago, I shared how I was able to make over five figures a month selling digital products on Etsy. Today, I want to share with you exactly what you need to know to get started. Also, how much it costs to run your Etsy store and a complete total cost breakdown moving into 2024. There are four total pillars to getting started in this venture. Number one, market research. Number two, product creation. Number three, branding. And the last pillar, which is getting customers. So let's break down everything right now. Hey there, welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Timothy Show. I'm your host, Brandon, and throughout this podcast, I'll show you how to start a successful Etsy shop, learn side hustles, and create a sustainable passive income by selling digital products. This podcast is your roadmap to a thriving Etsy shop and digital freedom. So let's get started. Starting number one, which is marketing research. And this is by far the most important part when you're starting your journey. I remember when I first started, I totally skipped this area and I just started creating what I want to create without knowing exactly if there's any demand for it, if anyone is searching, are there any different competitors, if the idea is even a good idea. So one of my favorite tools I like to use is Everbee. So let me show you. All right, one thing you want to do is to analyze the different competitors, checking out your niche to see how much people are actually making. Because at the end of the day, we want to see if the effort that we put into a category is it worth it, right? And every single category can generate a different amount for you. What are your short-term, long-term plans within your shop? Do you want to build multiple shops? So there's a lot I can go over, but basically if you want to quickly break down the different niche, I like to use a tool called Everbee and it's a Chrome extension tool that you can use. I do have it linked below in the descriptions. You can try it out for free and with the free account, you can still access a lot of different data, but I do recommend trying out the paid version because I'm about to show you right now, you can see a lot more metrics. So let's dive right in. And now let's go into Everbee. Once you've installed the Chrome extension tool, you can click on product analytics. And once you do so, it will scrape all the data from the existing page. From there, you can get all the information you need from the different price points, monthly sales, monthly revenue, total sales, the amount of reviews, which is important, the listing age, favorites, the views, and then shop age is another important one that I'll be talking about in a second here. Something I always like to do first is to sort by the monthly revenue. The next thing I like to look into is the listing age, because if a certain listing has just recently opened, these ones are five months, which means that there's still opportunity in the space. So usually I like to look at the revenue, then the listing age. Now, the third part, if I want to go even deeper to really validate my idea is to scroll over here and look at the shop age. Now, some may argue this is even more important than the listing age because this shows you exactly how long this shop has been open. Imagine all your other listings, how well those ones are doing. So just to wrap it all up in the product researching phase, this is one of my favorite tools that I like to use to validate my idea, to see how much demand a category is. And lastly, to see are there people who have done well in this space? And this is something that gives me more confidence that says, hey, if these guys can do it, I can do it as well. All right. So the second pillar is product creation. Now, in this phase, what you want to do is to start creating your products. But there are so many different ways on how you can create your products. Once you figure out what it is that you're creating, now we have to identify the different softwares, the different tools you use to create your products and your listings. If you're someone like me, I like to tap into the template category. 
I believe this is a realm that not many people are actually looking into. I know right now the hype is all the different AI products, which is incredible and amazing. And you can definitely pump out a lot, but something to think about if you're in the AI space, if it's really easy for you to streamline this process and automate everything, it's just as simple as someone else to do the same thing and replicate your store in a day. So that's why I like to take another approach, which is spending some time creating some high quality products that people can't fully come in and take over your niche. And that's why I love building in the template space because no one is talking about this right now, but the opportunities is still incredible. So something for you to consider. Now, if we're talking about creating different templates, the number one design platform that I like to use is Canva. All right, this is one of my favorite tools to use to creating products. And don't get me wrong, I'm a huge fan of Adobe products, but when it comes to creating templates or any type of digital products, Canva is your best friend and there's a variety of different selections to choose from so you're never starting from scratch. I always like to start by using some of their pre-made templates and from there customize it and remixing it to my own style, my own branding so it's something that's truly unique. You never want to pull something as is. First of all, you're not allowed to do that and secondly, you definitely want to make it unique and I promise you'll find a lot more success by creating a cohesive collection of products. And I'll do go over that in the next pillar in terms of the branding elements and stuff like that. So make sure to stay tuned to that part as well. But now coming down here, let's continue with the invitational cards theme. And by the way, Canva is completely free for you to access and to use. And there is a paid version, which is $13. That will give you additional tools for your creation. And also if you want to have a team for me, I have a team that helps me with the different products At that you will need a pro account. And also in the next phase, if you're doing mockups, that is when you might need the pro account to access different graphics. But for the majority of you, you can just use the free account to get started, which is always amazing if it's free. So this template here, it's a very simple, basic birthday invitation template. And it's just as simple as clicking on it, clicking customize this template. And from here, you can easily change anything you want to change. For example, if you want to change the text to something different, you can change the colors, the weight, whatever it may be, just like that. And once you've made enough changes, you can post this, you can share this and create a template to share on Etsy. And something else I want to share with you why I love using Canva is some of the new tools that they're implementing. So for example, if you want to create variations of this birthday card, and if you follow my channel for a while, you know I love to create variations so that I can create a large catalog of different colorways that can cater to a lot of different demographics. All right, so now the third pillar, which is branding. Now we've gone through the researching phase. We know what products, what categories we want to be in. We also know the different types of products, different design tools we're using. Now we want to present it in a way, in a very professional way that lets the buyers know that, hey, this shop is legit. They have authority in this space. I want to purchase from them. So that's where branding comes in. And one site I like to use is Creative Market. Okay, moving into the mock-up phase. And I want to reiterate, there's a lot of different sites you can use to create your mock-ups. This is just one of them that I like to personally use. You can even buy mock-ups directly on Etsy or even on Canva. When we talk about Canva, if you are on the pro account, there's a lot of different mock-ups there available. But for me, I like to use mock-ups from here because I find these are a lot more high quality. And if you're someone that uses Photoshop, 
they have a lot of Photoshop files in here that's perfect for you for endless customizations. So from here, let's go up to the top, keeping it in the same category. Let's look for card mockups. So specifically reading card mockup. And now it's come down here for your card, depending on what size you're using. And most of these are going to be for PSD, which are Photoshop. But I do have a video explaining how to use smart objects, how to add your designs into these mockups. It's a very simple process, so don't feel intimidated. I'll add a link up here if you want to see how to use Creative Market mockups using Photoshop, adding your designs to showcase them on Etsy. But let's come back up here. This is one I think is nice. And let's click into it. Every time when you do use these mockups from Creative Marketplace, you need to use the commercial license. Okay, so don't use the personal, use the commercial one. That is what will allow you to list these on Etsy. And again, you're not selling these files. You're just using these as a way to present your designs. So your design will go into these two pieces or whatever the mockup you end up using. But it's a way to display it, okay, in a very professional way. You never want to just slap your design onto a listing and just call it a day. You want to present it in a certain lifestyle, however you want to portray your branding and things like that. And I always recommend doing that instead of using a new mockup every listing. So don't worry about that. You can just pay for it once and you can use it for all of your listings. Now let's jump into the last pillar. All right, so we're here finally on the fourth pillar, which is the last one. And it's all about getting customers. You know, how do you actually make money in this category? We've done researching, we've created the products, we know what platforms to get good mockups to display our items. Now we need to market it. And I'm sure by this point, the platform will be using, which is Etsy. And it's an incredible platform for you to market. And now let's talk about the cost aspect. How much does it cost to get started on Etsy? So building a store on Etsy, the only thing you need to pay upfront is the listing fee. And to list a product on Etsy, it costs 20 cents to list. But afterwards, once you make a sale, there are different processing fees for Etsy and it's around 6.5%. But that is something you will have to pay after you make a purchase. So the initial investment is just 20 cents per listing. And for me, I always like to start using 16 to 24 listings as I'm launching a new shop, trying to prove the concept, making sure everything is working before I start to scale that shop. So if you take 20 cents and you times it by 24 listings, that gives you a total of $4.80. So let's round it up to $5 to get started on Etsy. However, I do have a link below for you to use in case you are at the phase where you're starting your new shop, that link will give you 40 free listings. So that $5 will be pretty much free. So make sure to use that link when you do start your shop. So let's break it all down. In the first marketing phase, we have Everbee, which is $29. In the second phase, we have product creations. You'll be using Canva, which is $13. And then the third phase, creating your mockups using Creative Marketplace. Let's say an average mockup is $18. So if you add those all up, it equals to $60 to get started on your Etsy digital product journey. And I won't be taking account the 20 cents per listing fee that equals the $5 because in the link, I do offer it for free. So that is not part of the equation. So $60 is all you need to get started in this venture. And if you compare this to any other businesses, if you're comparing it to a brick and mortar store, just imagine how much more it costs to do that. 
So I believe this is a really well worth it investment. And to be honest, this is the budget that I like to use to start any of my Etsy shops. And just to wrap it all up, I want to make one last point for you before you start this journey is I know how exciting it is to launch your shop, start creating your name, putting in your banners, maybe adding one or two listings, seeing how that goes and then reassess. But that is a mistake that I see a lot of people make. And I want to explain more about why you should be building up all your products first and then launching at the end. And I want to go way more in depth into that. And that way you get a full understanding on how you can leverage the strategies that I use for my own shops in 2024. Hopefully you enjoyed this. Make sure to subscribe if you want to learn more about selling digital products on Etsy. And until then, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you found today's insights valuable, don't forget to check out my free in-depth masterclass waiting for you in the descriptions. Or you can find out more information at brandontimothy.com. There's other resources there for you to check out as well. Until next time, always remember to stay inspired, stay creative, and above all, stay committed to your journey towards digital freedom. Take care.